Leaders, 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 welcome to Leadership Fire. Once again, we're here in the Speak Fire studio, and today I have a great guest. Today I have a huge guest. Today I have one of my favorite mentors, one of my favorite teachers. I have brought to you leaders, Jody Cedric, your favorite host of Father's Fire, that fantastic podcast, and I hope you're listening to it. If not, you got to get over and check it out. And also co-host with his beautiful wife, Judy. Jody and Judy, choose, don't excuse. And you've got to get over and subscribe to that on all your favorite podcasting platforms. And that's actually the reason I invited Jody here today. Jody, how are you? Great, man. Just enjoying a beautiful morning, man. Believe it or not, it is fall and I'm not complaining too bad, but yeah. (laughs) I got to tell you guys, I have been trying to get Jody over here to the Leadership Fire channel for so long. I have been nagging him, pulling at his pant cuffs saying, Jody, I got to get you over here. And today is finally the day. Leaders, hold on. Me and Jody are going to be right back and we are going to teach you how to listen to get that next level success. (laughs) <laughs> you know, I love that. All right, leaders, we're back and we're here once again with Jody Cedric. Jody, how are you? I am doing absolutely phenomenal. It's a great day, man. Always good on a Monday. Let's go conquer it. Yes, absolutely. Jody, I want to tell you how much I've enjoyed Father's Fire here at the Speak Fire Network. You are doing an amazing job with that channel with guests and topics that I never would have thought of. You know, it's really fun. You know, just this week, somebody reached out to me and that is actually one of my customers. And he said, uh, you know, he called for a support call and I'm helping him through that. And he goes, oh, by the way, what is this Father's Fire I keep seeing and hearing all about? And so he and I started talking about, you know, what I'm doing at Father's Fire. And it led to a a phenomenal discussion about his experience being a dad and the challenges that, you know, he's going through as a dad now. And he goes, yeah, I never realized how smart my dad was until I got old. He seemed so dumb when I was 16. And the older I got, the smarter he got. So I'm like, we got to have you on the podcast. So. Oh, man, that's awesome stuff. So choose, don't excuse with you and your wife, Judy. That is such a great show. You guys have such great chemistry together. Well, thank you. Yeah, we have a lot of fun together. It's, um, no, it's interesting because it really spun off on my wife is actually a fitness coach and she coaches a lot of people and she and I will be driving home from working out or just driving in between running our kids somewhere and we would just have these phenomenal discussions, you know, that were spinoffs on conversations that she had with her clients. I'm like, you know what, sweetheart, we need to turn this into a podcast because so many people are making excuses instead of choosing to get active in their life and, you know, take control of their life. So that's how it came about. That's awesome. I, I love that as well. You know, choose, don't excuse. So leaders when we're looking at our next level success, that certainly can be something that we just that small three words, we can apply to our own, our own decision-making and excuse-making is we need to choose um, our own activity and don't excuse our inactivity. Exactly. We, we could make that uh, apply that a hundred ways, I guess. 
So Jody, a couple of weeks ago over on Choose Don't Excuse, you and your wife were having a deep conversation. You and your wife were having a beautiful conversation. You and your wife were having a vulnerable, revealing conversation, an intimate conversation of your relationship and some things that you guys go through. And I don't want to give too much of that away. I want my listeners to go over to Choose Don't Excuse and listen to all the back episodes. I believe it was episode 31 that I am directly in reference to. So go check out episode 31, which connects to 32 and 33. So what a great connection with those podcasts. So go check out Choose Don't Excuse. In that, Jody, you talked about the power of listening to your wife and and being in that connection with her. And it gave me goosebumps when I was listening to that because obviously I'm in many relationships with my coworkers, relationships with uh, friends and families, relationship with my wife who's amazing. And I, I felt what you were saying. And I know as leaders, I know as people, I know as brothers and sisters, friends and family, spouses, we all struggle with listening. So I kind of wanted to get into that with you today, if that's all right. That would be fantastic. So let's, so Jody, you're the father, right? You, you're, you're the dad's dad. And I got to tell you, I love that show. Again, leaders go check out Father's Fire on the Speak Fire Network. But Jody, how do we as people who know better, because as a parent, you feel like you always know better than your kid and they <laughs> feel like they know better than you, right? Yes. How do you, how do you listen to them even though you might not want to even waste the time? You don't, you know more. And as, as leaders, we do the same thing with, with the people maybe that are in our charge. We already know more. We have more experience than you. How do we stop and put ourselves aside and listen? I think, you know, you touched on kids first, so let's go there because, you know, kids can be a really, especially teenage kids, you know, I'm at the age where my kids are turning 18, my last two, one turned 18 this past week and one's turning 18 in two weeks. And, you know, they're at that transition where they're really trying to define who they are, they're identifying for themselves who they are, they're discovering that. And so they have these ideas and these dreams and visions. And a lot of times, you know, they will, I mean, you will buck heads because of that, because you can almost see, well, you can see the path that they're going down. And you want to jump in. And, and I find myself in particular with, with one of my kids that we just kind of buck heads because we're both drivers. And, and Judy's like, she's always reminding me, it's like, look, Jody, she's a driver just like you. She wants to be in control. She wants to fix the problem. And so I have to make sure that I'm very disciplined. Um, and sometimes it's hard to just step back and let her go completely through everything that she's thinking through and wants to voice and just biting my tongue the whole time. And the problem is, is what I found is, is that when I'm biting my tongue, I'm not really listening. I'm waiting for that moment to interrupt instead of just, you know, taking a breath and go, all right, she has something honestly on her heart that she wants to talk to me about, or she wants to, you know, get her way about. And I need to step back and say, all right, where, what is the perspective? What is the angle that she's coming at? So that one, I can listen, but two, more importantly, is so that I can understand what she's trying to accomplish. 
where she's trying to go, trying to understand her point of view. And when I do that, I find that we have a better bridge of communication and and I listen to her better and vice versa and the conversations a lot are a lot more productive. Wow, man, that that was a lot. That, I mean, that's the whole episode. I I, I, I just <laughs> want to unpack that a little bit from for my listeners. What I heard from Jody is that he was biting his tongue and he was saying he had to hold, but even though he's holding back his comments, he wanted to, to, to focus in to his daughter and listen. So number one, hold. Two, listen. Three, understand. And four, build that bridge, build that connection. So everything you just said, I, I Jody's, you know, we're, we're, we're sitting across from each other and I instantly grab my notepad and I start scrabbling number, the steps for listening. Hold, pause, listen, understand, and build that connection. Jody, that was awesome. Thank you so much for that. Uh, you know, it, and you know what? It, it happens a lot. This past Friday, one of my employees came in. Um, I, I own a company called Zimware and we have 12 employees. And he came in and we, we have this new opportunity that he went out and did the initial research on the project because we do some custom software development. And he came back and he said, Jody, I need to raise my hand here because there are some concerns about this project that, that I want to voice. And, you know, it was really, really important for him and I to sit down to allow him to voice those concerns. Some of them I already knew about. Some of them, he kept circling around and around and around. And I'm like, dude, we've already talked about this point. It's like, but what I've learned is there is a point where you just go, all right, you've expressed your concerns. Now, how are we going to tackle it? You know, because it's easy to circle around and around and revisit and revisit and revisit instead of just going, all right, let's, I've heard you. I understand your position. Here are the three things that you outlined from your position. Now, how do we address those? And it was a, it ended up being a very, very good conversation. Um, but even in that scenario, I had to step back and really appreciate his perspective and his concern about potentially taking on this project. And in the end, um, it made me go back to my partner who was, the, the initial uh, person that brought this project in and I said look we need to be concerned about these factors and we need to address them before we take on this project and it was all because I took the time to listen to our team member Wow so I'm gonna dip into what you just talked about that story you just gave us because that was a perfect illustration we can all understand we've all been in conversation with our spouse we've all been in conversation with a family member we've all been in conversation with a co-worker where both sides were passionate both sides have something they want to say they want to get something out sometimes one of us might be even frustrated in that passion so when I say passion sometimes that's frustration and yes. in, in, in the scenario you had, your, your colleague was frustrated and that created a passion to be heard and be understood. And like I do, he said things over and over again. I'm, I'm the master of saying the same thing. <laughs> so going back to what you said before, but also taking your analogy, how do you hold your tongue 
when you're passionate about what you want to say, but you're trying to make sure that other person feels heard. How, how do you stop yourself from, like you said earlier, wanting to just get that next line in? I actually think that is one of the true markers of a phenomenal leader. You know, most leaders, in my experience in business, they want to, they like the title, but they act as bosses. They don't act as leaders. And when you're a leader, you're the guy that people can come to your door is always open. And I tell this to my team. I go, I don't care if it's after hours or I'm in hours and you have a concern, you come in. If I'm not on the phone or if I am on the phone, just knock at me and I'll come get you. And I think it is just paramount that we take the time to listen because you as leaders, you have your vision of where you're trying to go and, and you see the big picture, but sometimes with them down in the trenches, they're seeing things that are potentially going to trip you up if you don't step back and listen to their concerns. And, and I think that is really, really, really critical is that you have the courtesy of your team members you have the discipline to, mm. you know, hold your opinions back until you have all of the facts. Because a lot of times we're rushing to lead instead of getting all the, the strategy points and then being able to build on those because we have more information than we had before. Wow, guys. Do you see why I brought Jody in here? Are you feeling why he's here on Leadership Fire? Why I had to talk to this guy? He talked to us there about being disciplined, about having courtesy and and being patient before we rush into lead. And, you know, what he, when he started, he was talking about being a leader, not a manager. And so there's so many of us. We want that title, like he said, and we're willing to to puff out our chest. I'm the manager. I'm the boss. I'm the owner. But we're not willing to humble ourselves and sit down and listen and have that discipline and courtesy. I had to write those two words down. That is such great wisdom. So I want to thank you, Jody, so much for that. So in that vein, could you give us maybe one, maybe two, maybe three? I don't know if there's tricks or tips that allow us to remind ourselves and hold and pause ourselves so that we, we can listen? You know, it, there are many different scenarios that I think require different tools as listeners. Like, for example, sometimes when I'm talking to my wife, she will come to me about concerns and she will be unloading and sharing her heart. And I, as the loving husband and father want to just fix it. And so I often go, do you want me to listen or do you want me to fix? And, and I think that is a, an important principle is that a lot of times we're just jumping into fix instead of listening. And a lot of times people come to us with real concerns. And if we don't give them the courtesy to really hear them out, you don't, build that bridge of true understanding. So I think that is really critical. It's just like, you know, earlier in the week, I had uh, a team meeting at, at my business 
and there were two of the guys that were very, very upset at each other, right? And they're like, how come there's a disconnect for me? And you're not listening to me. And they were just, I mean, they weren't listening to each other, right? And I said, all right, guys, let's sit down. I want to hear your perspective of what's happened. Now I want to hear what perspective is on your side is happening. And what was interesting is that they were both right but they were coming at it from a different perspective because one didn't understand the other because he was too going, you didn't listen to me. You didn't listen to me. And the other one wasn't explaining how he came to the conclusion that he did. And so I guess, you know, to answer your, your question about explicit tips, number one, listen to understand. Don't always listen to fix. Because when you gain true understanding, then you can come up with a solution together. And sometimes it does require you as a leader to go, where well, I'm going to make a decision. Just like in the case of those two guys, you know, we spent an hour talking about their issues between each other. I'm like, all right, guys, you've both expressed it. Starting on tomorrow, what do we do differently? Right? And I involve them in the decision process moving forward. And I think that's an important thing as a, uh, as a leader too, is you need to listen, but also allow those parties that are involved with you to participate in the solution. That way they own it just like you own it. Leaders, I hope you got out your paper and pencil and you wrote down what Jody said. Uh, it hit me and I hope it hit you. I'm gonna quote it back just in case you missed it. Listen to understand. Don't listen to fix. We all make that mistake. Um, I am certainly a guilty party. So one of the things you talked about in that scenario with your coworkers that were both right. And so sometimes we get in heated conversation and we have our, our opinion that we think is right. And our counterpart in that discussion has their opinion, which actually sometimes is right also. Yeah. It's, it's interesting how we, we, we always think we need to win a conversation instead of realizing that we, we're both right. We're just coming at it from different perspectives. You want to speak on that a little? No, I, I like what you said there. It's like we tend to want to win, right? We want to win our side. We want to prove our point instead of creating an environment where we both win, where we both are elevated or the entire team is elevated. And what I found is that when we are not willing to listen and people don't feel like they're being appreciated or understood, that festers in their heart. And eventually part of the reason good people leave is because they're not listened to and they're not appreciated. And we as leaders haven't done enough to lift them up and involve them in the team. Absolutely. Wow. Leaders, this, this is why we had to talk to Jody. Not only is he an outstanding father, an outstanding communicator, host of some outstanding podcasts, but he's got wisdom that he has gained through his parenting, through his business years. And we are going to continue this conversation with Jody when we come back after these messages.
Guys, did you realize that one out of four children do not have fathers in their home? Man, that is mind-boggling. But on the flip side, that means three out of four children have dads in their home. But are they really present? Are they engaged? Are they active? Are they invested in their kids' lives? Are they being dads? Are they truly fulfilling their duty as fathers? And this got me thinking, man, it'd be a great opportunity to create a podcast where we can explore the joys, the challenges, the triumphs, the sorrows, and the successes of being a dad. Join me every Monday at 4 a.m. as we explore fatherhood on Father's Fire, another phenomenal podcast that's part of the Speak Fire family. Jody, we have hit a lot of great points today, and I want to thank you so much for all the great tips that you've given us. I want to dig in now. You've mentioned several times the the need to understand, to, to feel like that we, the need to make the people that we're communicating with, the people that we're listening to, the people that we care about, and make sure that they feel like they've been understood. How do we slow down and give them that feeling of understanding? That is probably the ultimate challenge for any leader, right? Because you have your items that you're outlined for the day. And what I found is that I've had to discipline myself at the beginning of my day to go, what are the three most important things that I have to accomplish today? No matter what, those are the non-negotiables. And because our list tends to be very long. And the reason why I only choose three is one, because those are obtainable. But two, as a leader, you're always being interrupted. So if you don't allocate time to be interrupted, then you're always going to be behind the eight ball and getting your own list done that you're trying to accomplish. Um, but I think it's important to recognize that you're a leader. And we miss that, right? We're, we're supposed to be leading, not just doing the work, not demanding everybody else to do the work. So when you recognize that your role as a leader, that means that not only do you lead, but you're also team building, you're individual building. You're taking the time to go, hey, you know what? Let's, let's go out and take a lunch together. Let's go get a coffee together. What's on your mind? Tell me what's happening in your family. I think a lot of leaders would have better relationships with their team members if they would just go out for coffee. I mean, what is that going to kill you once a week or once every two weeks to go, hey, you know what? We haven't been out for a while. Let's go out and let's go have some coffee. Let's go visit for 30 minutes. What's going in your life? What are your concerns at work? What's troubling because let's be honest home affects work and if you don't build that relationship as a leader how are they ever gonna you know entrust you with leading their life a big poor eight hours of their day if not 10 hours of their day so take the time and be a leader absolutely wow that a lot of great advice in there guys so Jody is an, a very accomplished entrepreneur, and I love listening to him speak in that avenue. And I assure you, um, I felt like he was talking right into my soul. I'm sure just like you felt it. 
And so since he's talking to us from that business sense, and I feel like he's talking directly to me, let me, let me dig in on a question, Jody, that I need. Let me, let me ask you as a, as a entrepreneur, as a leader, one of the things that I do is I get excited a lot. I get passionate, I get charged up, and boy, when it comes, I'm almost unstoppable. I'm like the Tasmanian devil. And whatever I think, whatever I want done, this energy is like the sun and it overtakes, overshadows the people that, that are in my charge, the people that I need to help carry out this mission, the people that I need to believe and buy in in my mission. How do I pull that back? <laughs> How do I control myself? You know what? I, I don't think you need to pull it back. I think people need to see your energy, your excitement, your vision, but I also think that they need to see you being respectful of their time. And I'll give you the perfect example. I have a member of my team who runs our support and our development effort for our product, RotaFS. And I, I know that there are certain tasks that he needs to get done because we outlined them on Monday. And I have to, despite my excitement and my vision for new ideas, I have to make sure that I pull back and allow him to accomplish the task that I originally set for him out at the beginning of the week instead of constantly derailing him through my own excitement. So I think as long as that excitement is um, staying true to the vision that you're outlining and it's building people and encouraging them to lead and follow and work with you, then I think that's a good thing. But I think a lot of times we, in our excitement and our vision, we come up with new ideas and we're constantly derailing people with our new ideas. That's right. right? It's like, whoa, back up. Don't trip over your own success. So when you come up with these ideas, when you, when you, when you charge into the shop in the morning and you, you're like, hey, team, what do you think about this? How do you give them the opportunity to weigh in without overweighing your own opinion, without revealing your excitement towards this idea, this concept, this notion, so that way you can get their, their true opinion? Because you know, as I know, a lot of times – people that, that, that follow us, people that work for us, people in our lives, they will just go along to get along because they think this is what we want. So how do you get the, how do you get the truth and give them an opportunity to express themselves without weighing them down with your feelings? That, that is a delicate balance because we as leaders are charged with moving things forward, right? But what I found is when I have a really exciting idea, so like, as I mentioned, we have our uh, Monday morning planning meetings, and a lot of times I will bring those to the team at that time. It's like, hey, guys, I have this idea that it, that's been percolating, it's bubbled up, that's almost become like a volcano on me. Let me express it to you, and what do you think about it? And I want your honest opinion. And it's interesting because a lot of times they'll go, wow, that idea really sucks. <laughs> I'm like, really? Why? Why do you think that? And, and then they will outline the reason, the obstacles, why they think that is a bad idea. And I think the key is, is that if you are consistently presenting your ideas to them and your vision for them and you're being responsible, 
respectful of their feedback and considering it and actually maybe changing your direction a little bit because a lot of times it is a good idea but you're going at it from the wrong approach and they have a different perspective and you go oh wow i didn't think about that well what if we did this and then the two ideas morph into this even better vision and because you've involved them in the process they're much more inclined to jump on and they're excited to follow you in that new vision because they've helped you mold it yeah that's it guys leaders did you hear that Jody told us that if we're always open if we always allow them to express themselves then they in turn do express themselves they give us their feedback honestly because we have taught them that we can handle honest feedback and that that was beautiful in that story and then again he went right back and told us that we're not it's not always a win-win uh, a win-lose situation it's just a conversation of getting to that greater good and being able to be understood by your team and then seeking to understand their thoughts on your vision makes something bigger and better and bolder and more exciting than you initially thought of in the first place by involving your whole team. That's why I brought Jody Cedric to Leadership Fire. Well, Jody, you know, well, and I, one more thing on that that I thought about. I think a lot of times too that that we've done that I've tried to do with my leadership team is when we bring an idea for it to the team and we all agree that it's a good idea, we have one guy that always asks this question, what is the priority, right? Because a lot of times we in our excitement derail everything else that's already a priority when that may be an important component to add, but it's, we need to put it in the order that it needs to go in so that it aligns with we're trying to go overall. And I think that is a really, really important thing is like, yes, this may be a great idea and I'm excited about it, but what is a true priority and where does it fit in our growth as a team? That's really good. That's really great, Jody. Don't let the sexy pull you away from the important. That's awesome. Um, Jody, thank you so much for being here today. I really love fathers. I love choose, don't excuse. Thank you so much for being here. No, thank you for joining me. I love your podcast. I listen every single week. You know, I'm a leader myself and I love your ideas. I love your energy. And, you know, and I think a lot of times we, as, as I mentioned, leaders, we forget to lead. We become bosses instead of going, hey guys, Let's go. I have a great idea. Let's go there together instead of, hey, do what I say. <laughs> <laughs> Leaders, thank you so much for being here with me and Jody here in the Speak Fire Studios. Go check out Jody at Father's Fire and all the other shows on the Speak Fire Network. Young Fire with Sean Brasfield, Internal Fire with Aisha Thomas, Champion Fire with Neo Legend, Student Fire with Bobby Berg. You can subscribe to all the shows in the Speak Fire Network on all your favorite podcast platforms. That music you hear behind me is by Broke for Free. We get to use it every week. I'm thankful to them. Leaders, this is Leadership Fire. I have a new episode that comes out for you every Monday at 4 a.m. Are you going to be up with me? That was fun, dude.